This episode of The Secrets Women Keep is brought to you by my luxuriously bespoke, discreet, and personal one-to-one container, The Turned On Woman. The Turned On Woman is the way for you as a leader and woman in authority to unleash your true woman on top that's satisfied, successful, and totally turned on in her power. Experience. Embody. Elevate. Welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I am your secret keeper and confidant, Lauren White. I'm a qualified counsellor and sexologist, facilitator of all things turn on, author of permission, and a witty, highly intuitive lounge room dancing introvert. I help you as an exceptional woman in entrepreneurship to see, love, and trust all the parts of yourself, especially the unseen. Let's pull back the curtain, light the candelabra, and lift the veil. These are the secrets women keep. Hello, and welcome to The Secrets Women Keep. I am your host and confidant, Lauren White, and we need to talk about this. We need to reconcile your relationship with indulgence. Your relationship right now with indulgence is pretty warped. Not on my watch. (laughs) Not if I have something to say about that. Indulgence is a requirement that you need if you want to feel turned on for your life. I'm going to take it further than that. Indulgence is a standard that you are worthy of. It's not superfluous. It's not a nice to have. It is a requirement on par with your needs and getting your needs met. I have heard too many women marry the word indulgence with things that really aren't indulgent. And say, oh, there's work there to be done. We need to roll up our sleeves and dig deep and get dirty with this one. I want you to know that these things are not indulgent. Time alone, not indulgent. Dessert, sweets, treats, not indulgent. Even if they make you orgasm, they are not indulgent. Personal growth work and expansion is not indulgent. Holidays, not indulgent. Having space, not indulgent. Tending to your identity, not indulgent. Spending money, not indulgent. Indulgence does not require money. We will go deeper into this. So at some point through the ether, you confused meeting your needs, being a human, being worthy of pleasure with somehow being this negative thing that we know of as indulgence. I'm here to change your mind about indulgence to embrace it and integrate it into your life so that it is not this faraway thing that you immediately associate with guilt and not feeling good enough and feeling like too much. It's none of those things or it has the power to be none of those things. What it does do is it has the power to enhance your life and your experience of your life. You get to choose 
what you see as indulgence and you get to choose to make indulgence something that you go after, something that you allow yourself to feed off of, something that is just a standard in fact, an everyday standard of your existence. This makes me excited. I hope it makes you excited too. We're going to change the old meaning of indulgence equaling too much, over the top, whatever that is, guilt-inducing, going against your values and your ideals and being a good girl, blah, 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 blah. Scrap it. Have a hissy fit like they do in the movies. Get your elbow and wipe all of that off the table. Deep breath. Breathing in beautiful indulgence. Breathing out. (sighs) Guilt-inducing indulgence. This conversation is actually fueled by something that one of my one-to-one clients said to me when she was on the precipice of committing to herself to work with me on a deeper level. She asked if we could talk, and I said, of course. And she said, I just, Lauren, this just feels so indulgent. How do I do this when it feels so indulgent? Like, I know I want it, and I know I need it. How do I do this? How do I take this next step when it feels so indulgent, when the money could go somewhere else to people really, really in need? And as we were on the phone, I sat there and I did the nod and smile. I was like, "Mm." I heard her. I totally heard her. And I understood implicitly. This was my response. I said, I understand. Could I put it to you in this way? That part of the reason why you're not congruent, as as congruent as you could be in your work, and that your clients aren't getting the full spectrum impact that they could be getting is that they feel your resilience with pleasure. They feel your res- your res- resistance, sorry, not resilience. Well, yes, pleasure resilient. <laughs> That's a new term. Like you've got a coat of armor on and pleasure can't come in. I am pleasure resilient. It will never touch me. <laughs> um, resistance to pleasure, resistance to indulgence. Like we can't just continue this boring narrative of self-care. That is for another time. Those of you who follow me on Instagram know how I feel about the term self-care. Indulgence is something that every human is worthy of. And what you decide is indulgence and what you embrace as indulgence is individual. I am indulgent when I fully take care of myself and allow myself to experience pleasure first before the to-do list. If I deny myself indulgence, and indulgence is usually something, if I had to extract it down to some, like a little concentrated version, it's something that really goes against an old narrative that someone's told you. And it's just flipping things around and breaking some rules in the process. God, go for it. Break those rules. When I allow myself to be indulgent and indulge in what turns me on and has me feeling alive, 
I can show women another way of living. If I am not indulgent or if I am not fully reconciled with what indulgence is, I'm going to show up in contraction. Now, you might not see it, but you will feel it. You won't be able to work it out in your subconscious mind, but it will be transmitted through the ether. You will feel a disconnect. You will feel the incongruence. So I've had to do some big dig deeping around allowing and integrating indulgence as a standard of my existence. No more denial. I did that script for years. I did it for years. I did so much denial throughout depression and postpartum. So much contraction, so much, no, can't afford, can't afford, can't afford. And really can't afford is just a cover up for I'm too scared. Maybe not a hundred percent of the time, but it is still a fear of the money won't come back. The abundance won't come back. I will lose it and it will be gone forever and I'll never recuperate, recover. It's showing a distrust in the resource that is money. On the note of money, indulgence doesn't have to cost a lot. The healthiest version of indulgence can be small and decadent. It's really about the energy of giving yourself permission and allowing yourself to do something that traditionally or historically felt forbidden. Those things are forbidden no longer because you're deciding You're deciding. You're not looking to your partner. You're not looking to your friend. You're not looking to your mentor. You're not looking to your colleague to give you permission. I really, really encourage you to explore indulgence on your own when no one else is a witness, when no one else is watching. How do you act? Do you let yourself go there or do you hold back? Go there. Go the extra step with what feels indulgent. I used that word feel just now very purposefully. Not what you think is indulgent. You're missing the point. You're in your head. You're strategizing indulgence. What feels indulgent in your body? What feels indulgent to your spirit? What does your soul want to lap up? because you have denied it for so long. We are skipping over, bypassing the self-care module of life and going straight to the gold. You do not need someone else telling you to have a cup of tea or a bath and that that should correct your very worn-out nervous system. No. Take it further. Be bold enough to take it further. Be bold enough to combine what you historically knew of as self-care, FKA self-care, <laughs> formerly known as, and indulgence. Combine them. Take yourself to a hotel for the night. Do absolutely nothing if you are a major generator and doer. Allow yourself to be in water. Allow yourself to lick chocolate off your hands and have the champagne bubbles spill over the cup and pour down your chin. Just go there. It doesn't have to cost a lot, but it's symbolic. 
of you stepping into a new paradigm of worthiness with yourself. That's what I love and respect about indulgence. That's why my standards are indulgent. That's why I will not go back to denying myself because there's no learning in it. I learned all I could from scarcity. I learned all I could from restraint. And I believe indulgence has so much more to teach me about sensation and color and texture and feeling alive every fucking day. Break the cord between the connection between indulgence and guilt and that you should feel bad. Bullshit. That's what someone small wanted you to feel about indulgence and worthiness and pleasure. That's someone else's scarcity script embedded inside of you. You don't have to own that anymore. You now know differently. You now know that one of your standards for living and life can be indulgence. I am drinking water out of a crystal champagne glass right now. How much does it cost me? It costs me nothing, but it feels indulgent. (laughs) It is the small stuff. It is the small stuff. It is beauty. It is sensory experiences. None of this has to cost a lot. If you have the means and the resources, though, go there. Do it. Go for the full bang. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. And when you meet indulgence, can you please enjoy it? (laughs) Can you please not sit there and berate yourself for doing something indulgent, for inviting indulgence in? Can you please tame the monkeys of your mind, come into your beautiful body and be with what is before you? And feel total, like beyond gratitude. Gratitude's a, you know, a concept that's been dragged, God, here, there, and everywhere. Beyond gratitude. Feel excited for what is in front of you. And send like big beams of turn on to every other woman that wishes that she could be there enjoying and indulging your version of indulgence. Just be with it. Don't go into the past. Don't go into the future. Don't sweat the investment. Trust that it will come back. That your indulgence and your reconciled relationship with it teaches other women so much. It shows them another way. The way of the martyr is done. The way of self-sacrifice and self-flagellation is done. None of those things are cool. None of those things are worthy of attention and accolades. No. The new way is luxury. The new way is indulgence. And when I say that, the new way is our own version of those things. I know You can be so much more indulgent than you are right now that you can allow yourself to wade into the waters of indulgence without the fear, without the charge, without the drama, without the counting of pennies. 
fold it into your life, weave it throughout your day. How can I make this moment more indulgent? How can I be more indulgent right now? Is this satisfying my requirement for indulgence? Beautiful lines of self-inquiry that invite you to go richer, to go deeper, to go further, to go that little bit more decadent. And it starts small and you build it up and you make it your standard. I'm doing lots of table banging. (laughs) This topic excites me. It makes me so excited to be sitting here and soothing my former self that was so locked in the mindset of not enough, that was so locked in the attitude of it has to be tight, it has to be cheap, it has to be thrifty. I'm so proud that I can sit here and say that's no longer my mindset, that's no longer my attitude, that is truly dead and buried. And I know you want the same. And I know that you know that this isn't just about money. So if you start you going, oh, but it's okay for her, but stop, stop. Indulgence is a choice no matter what your income or what is available to you. If you have the means to listen to a podcast, you have the ability to be indulgent and to hold indulgence as a standard to create your own relationship and your own new like life-filled story with it, for it to be a love affair instead of someone that hurt you once that you can never trust again. That's not indulgence. That's just what someone wanted you to think about indulgence, and that's why you haven't been able to trust it. You can. You can trust indulgence because it will meet so many of your unspoken desires. Start small, build it up, keep weaving it in, keep folding it in, and in a year, 365 days from now, you will be a different woman. And you will look back at women who are in the patterning that you were in, and you'll be like, oh, oh. You'll see it so clearly and you'll see how fear-based it is and how unlibidinous it is. It's not magnetic. It's not erotic. It's not sensual. It's not feminine. It's not powerful. But you are reclaiming that. If you need to go back, listen to this podcast, I ask you three questions of self-inquiry to start to get the wheels turning. That's not a very sexy way of putting it, is it? God, Lauren, I've got to dig a bit deeper. (laughs) To get the cauldron of indulgence stirring. (laughs) Something, anything's better than wheels turning. (laughs) To get everything flowing and moving and activated 
start asking yourself those questions. You're not berating yourself. You're not saying, why haven't you gotten this yet? You're just asking, how can I make this more indulgent? If you're sitting watching TV, can you put your feet up? If you get served something in a glass that isn't your preferred glass, can you course correct it when you order your drink? Can you upgrade your dessert to the one that you actually want instead of buying the cheaper one that doesn't satisfy you to the same degree? Small stuff equals big stuff, okay? There's no way you're going to have this marvelous relationship with indulgence if the small stuff isn't addressed first. So keep flexing that muscle of indulgence. Go there. Give yourself space, indulgent space and indulgent time and all those things you used to think were indulgent and enjoy it. God, woman, enjoy it. Relish it. You are turn on. And that's what indulgence wants you to know. If you are a leader, a public figure, or an authority that feels like she should have worked all of this out already, but hasn't, and you require a safe and discreet container to refine how you show up as the woman who oozes subtle sovereign action, the woman who has an unrelenting magnetic pull, and the woman who has an air of eros that feels completely at ease every single moment of your existence, consider this a call to become the turned-on woman. Get ready to step into my magical world and be fortified to facilitate your own personal revolution, a revolution to curate a life that feels as successful on the inside as it appears on the outside. As a qualified counsellor and sexologist, I've delved deep into the echelons of womanly allure and mystery so that you don't have to. In having seen myself, I see you, all of you, and some women can't handle that. I know you can handle it. The truth is, you're here because you want someone who goes above and beyond the mesosphere, someone who can hold an expanded vision. Someone just like you. The only difference between you and I right now is that I've gone through the painstaking process of removing the metaphorical mask that held me back from being fully expressed, integrated, and completely in flow. I want to show you what's possible, and the secret is it doesn't have to be hard, long, or arduous to become all those things. It also doesn't, and won't, Happen sitting on hard yoga floors, denying yourself the luxury of what feels elevated, lush, and opulent for you. Your desires are never denied, and your version of luxury is always seamlessly weaved into every part of the process. Your total turn-on is the centerpiece of everything we do. To be considered as an applicant of the turned-on woman Apply now through the link in the show notes or to skip the queue, DM me on Instagram to start the best conversation you've never had.